0: What is up, Ball Squad Nation? We are back with episode 50. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Dalen. How y'all doing? And Noah. What is up? So, yeah, this is the Big 5-0, boys. Very proud to be here. Very thankful for all the support coming through. So, yeah, this week we're just going to keep going through our conference finals. So today is May 30th. Both conference finals matchups have finished up. And the finals start this week. So basically, we're just going to go through our two matchups and then finally go through, you know, the finals matchup and then see, give our predictions for it. So, yeah, pretty straightforward episode. Let's get right into it. So first of all, let's talk about the Mavericks versus Warriors. And I'll be honest with you guys, I forgot a lot about this series because it feels like it wrapped up so long ago. But, yeah, Warriors, obviously, they won in five games. I wanted to talk about the Mavericks first. Uh, just so we can get kind of get them out of the way. I just thought they didn't have enough for the Warriors. You yeah. know, at the end of the day, it was just they were just outmatched. I don't even think they played like that badly or anything like that. I think at the end of the day, this was just their ceiling, you know. And I think most most Maverick fans are are happy with their performance this season. I don't think many of them saw them coming this far. So, yeah, what do you guys
1: think? I think yeah, I agree, but I also don't think that they had enough for the Suns and they still somehow pulled it off. So There's only so much magic in a bottle, though. <laughs> yeah, though that, that that's what I'm saying is like I'm honestly surprised that they even made it this far. Um so, you know, good on them. And I am sad that they they didn't make it further, you know, to the finals. I, they were definitely the team I wanted. Yeah. Um but but I I'm you know, accept the results, and the, I think the worst were clearly the better team.
0: Yeah, I don't want to necessarily turn this into a conversation about the Suns, but I think it was partly the match playing amazing, partly the Suns not doing too well either. So I think that that's part of why Dallas won as well. Um, I don't really like doing that. I don't really like saying, well, they only won because, like, this team sucked or whatever. But I think, I think with, in this case, like, the Suns definitely were showing some signs of weakness in the first two rounds, so it doesn't really like surprise me that the Mavs getting hot and winning and stuff like that happened. Sorry, Dylan. No, it's You not. know, but <laughs> it's true. I just I was just trying to get like that point across. But I was gonna say I I thought that um I thought that the Mavs actually had decent production from their like if you want to call them their big three with Luca Brunson and Dinwiddie. Uh, Luca averaged thirty two. Brunson averaged eighteen, and I believe. I believe Dinwiddie averaged like 17. So they, they definitely got some good points. But after that, it was just not pretty at all. Like there was, you know, I mean, we all saw the... Why, can, why can't I think of his name? <laughs> oh, all, oh, oh. We oh, saw, yeah. saw Reggie Bullock. He didn't really yeah, play that Yeah, well. Reggie Bullock. Like he a always, lot of the guys who showed up against the Suns just just simply, you know, couldn't really play that well. Look at Maxi Kleber. He didn't really, you know, make the threes like he was doing. Same with the batons.
1: Dwight Powell was unusable.
0: Yeah, Dwight Powell was pretty much unusable because of that spacing and things like that. Wasn't he so, unus?
1: He was also unusable in the Suns series, wasn't he?
0: He played a little bit against the Suns, but I, I thought I saw a lot more um, small ball. Yeah, like they went the small ball mostly them. against us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, made sense to me. Because that's why, that's why the Suns couldn't, couldn't really play McGee or, or Biombo that much. Because, you know, they would just get beat a lot. So I think at the end of the day, like, the Mavs, they did their best, you know. But I think this is just their ceiling as a team. And I think if they really want to contend, they're going to have to, like, really look into getting, like, a really, not necessarily a dominant center, but they're going to need someone who's, like, someone big, I guess you could say. I think they have a good amount of guards that will that are good enough to win. But, um, you know, I, I think besides that, they're going to need some – they're gonna need some like defensive forwards and, you know, maybe like a nice center. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see what happens there. Uh, you guys have any more thoughts on the on the Mavs? I know it's kind of harder to talk about the loser of the series. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I think Luca just kind of did his thing, and they. I think you're what you said about them just kind of hitting the ceiling is just kind of right on. Yeah. You know, the Warriors were just the better team overall, and they played like the better team. And I just saw you. You have to live with that.
0: Yeah. It's just a shame. I feel like we were robbed of a of a classic matchup. Mm-hmm. If the Suns played well, like I didn't. I didn't. If the Suns squeaked out Game Seven, I think the Warriors, if they were like, if the Suns were playing the way they played and they won, the Warriors probably would have won pretty hard. Mm-hmm. But like I'm saying, if the Suns never really collapsed in the first place and they were playing yeah. like they were, I think it would have been. You were if a we were like in fun.
2: stride, going, to, going into against the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. First to uh, think about
0: but, yeah. just, just things to think about. All right, so let's move on to the Warriors and talk about how they played. I thought from top to bottom, they played a great series. You know, obviously, Curry, Clay, Poole, Draymond all got some crazy numbers. Um, so, yeah, you know, obviously, they played a great series. But I wanted to talk about the X Factor, okay? Andrew Wiggins. All right, I just wanted to highlight his performance, he's been playing really well. Overall, this playoffs, he's been playing really well, but especially this series, he has stepped up. He averaged 19.7 rebounds on 46% shooting from the field. His three-point shooting isn't great. He's only shooting 29%, and he's still taking six of them per game, which is kind of a lot for a player like him. But everything else has been solid, but that's just on offense. We haven't even talked about defense. His defense has been really good. He kind of gave a lot of trouble to the Mavs. Um, obviously, you can't stop Luca or anything like that, but with a guy like Wiggins, he does a lot of the dirty work on that end, and he's been playing really well. So, Wiggins playing like this honestly is is very impressive, not just for him, but just for the Warriors in general, because this this elevates them from like a really good team to the favorites in my opinion. Yeah. You know, Wiggins balling out is just it's huge for them. Obviously, when they won the championship the first time, Harrison Barnes he played well. And they needed that. And then the next two championships, obviously, they had Kevin Durant. You know, we we already yeah, know how I think, good he yeah. is. I'm not <laughs> trying to compare them or anything like that, but I'm just saying, like, they need good forward play, and Wiggins is bringing good enough forward play mm-hmm. to win. And I think that's that's hugely important. Yeah. Um, and just to go through some numbers real quick. Actually, I wanted to highlight Draymond as well, averaging 11 points on 57% shooting. That's usually not him. But it's honestly very impressive to me that he's doing that. So, you know, respect to Draymond. He mm-hmm. was showing up on offense. And when Draymond's showing up on offense, it's, it's, it's over. It's over. Yeah. yeah. He, Have you guys he made seen a three, st- I think, and they were like, it's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Have you guys seen the stat where um, when Steph, Clay, and Draymond start every game of the series, they're undefeated?
0: Sorry, you, can you say that again?
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen the stat where... When Steph, Clay, and Draymond start every game of a series, they're undefeated.
2: Really? That's crazy. That's that's
1: crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. It's pretty crazy. But that trio is really good. Like you said, I think Andrew Wiggins balled out, bro. Like, it it was... Ah, man. I don't even know how to describe it. He played so well on offense and on defense. And it was... He he was definitely the X-factor. Because he was the only really... Well, I wouldn't say the only player, but he was pretty much guarding Luca like the entire series.
0: He had the assignment, yeah. I think I think him and Draymond switched off of, on and off of him, which is understandable. Yeah, but I don't think Draymond can keep up with Luca that you know that much. So, no, but it he's was, just more was physical.
1: No, but it it was really good. I think Andrew Wiggins did well, and like I've seen so much stuff about like, um, the Warriors are crazy. They uh they got rid of kevin durant and then <laughs> replaced him with andrew wiggins and still made the finals like stuff like that like it's crazy dude because that's really the only change they've made is uh, jordan Poole got better yeah. but really it was just
0: that same three s-
1: that same th- yeah and then adding andrew wiggins for kevin durant and they're
0: balling too i mean clay thompson has been looking like normal again yeah he's you know ba- he's I, I know we, we were highlighting some of his like really bad games and stuff earlier this year, even in the playoffs as well. But he's kind of he's kind of played a lot better since then. He's averaging 19 points on 38% shooting from three, which is you know 38% from three. No one's going to complain about that. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, I also wanted to highlight Jordan Poole real quick. While he's not shooting the ball as much, he is shooting 64% from the field. He shot 64% in the field. From in that series, which is that's asinine. that, Man, that's that is crazy. insane numbers. Um, and that was that was on nine field goal attempts per game, which isn't a ton, granted, but like still, if you're making six field goals a game on nine shots, that's very impressive. And forty percent from three.
1: That's like, wait, what would that be? That'd be like almost six of your nine.
0: Yeah, if we're if we're just like estimating here, he. Technically, he was five point six field goals out of eight point eight, so yeah, on eight point eight ten, which is you know very impressive. And then four three pointers a game, so four of those you know nine shots were threes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's been playing great. Obviously, he has much less of a role. You can see that Clay is taking more shots now, and Steph is taking more shots, and Wiggins is taking more shots. So his role is a little bit diminished, but I think it's good to know if you're the Warriors, like hey, we got you know we got some ammo if needed. Um, so, yeah. And then, finally, I just wanted to highlight some of their role players. Kevon Looney, Jonathan Kuminga, Otto Porter Jr. They've been balling out. At least, Otto Porter Jr. before his injury was balling out. Um, but, yeah. it's. I don't want people to think that this, the Warriors are getting carried or anything. They're getting contributions from everybody. Yeah. And I think that's so why they're so scared. Yeah. And people forget, like, the... The first year they won the championship in 2015, that they were wasn't deep. Yeah, that's that's why they won. They were deep and they had defense. You see a lot of teams now try to get a bunch of three-pointers because they think they can be Stephen Clay, you know, but that's not why the Warriors were good. That's not ever why the Warriors were good. Mm-hmm. It was their defense and their depth, you know. The it's, three-point it's shooting is just it's just the gravy, you know. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: yeah. you're 100% right. I I I have thought that like, you know since 2016 like the Warriors have never been good because they sh- just shoot up a bunch of three-pointers it's it's literally the depth they, yeah. they have they have the best maybe not the best bench but they have one of the best benches in the NBA I, I don't want to say the best because I don't have a list yeah but yeah, yeah but yeah like their 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 bench is great their defense is really solid I mean anytime you have Draymond on your defense like it's obviously going to be solid um, and then Andrew Wiggins is definitely no slouch. And one crazy thing about Andrew Wiggins, do you guys remember when he came into the league and this boy was clowned on for him playing Yeah, no defense?
0: honestly, a little bit undeserved too, I will say. But, like, no, no,
1: no, 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 but I'm saying for the no defense.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the he, Warriors turned he him he into a no, pretty good defender. He played
1: no defense, bro. And then now he's pretty respectable on defense. Like, I, I, like maybe... I don't know, not all NBA or all defensive team, but like he's he's he, a he top, plays well top enough defender. to be good. Yeah,
0: I agree. Like he's not better. I know they always compare these guys a lot, but he's not better than Mikal Bridges. But Mikal Bridges is like
2: he's he's really elite
0: on defense. He's like the you best don't have defense. to. Be His that.
2: game really is kind of defense. Yeah,
0: but like we know with Wiggins, obviously you have a better offense. I think so you know but but wiggins is a, is a very serviceable defender we need him to be and and this series he was good and he's actually i don't want to talk about this now because we're going to talk about our finals pretty good but he's going to be very useful next series for sure in the finals um on on that end so yeah that's about all i have on the warriors you guys have anything else you wanted to mention shout out anything
1: um no i'm good yeah
0: all right, so let's move back east to the series that was a little more intriguing. Celtics World versus one. Heat. Oh, it was a lot more intriguing. Obviously, the Celtics won in seven. It was a very close series, but it didn't feel that close because a ton of the games were bluffs. I think there were like two or three close games. So, yeah, first let's talk about Miami. to Get them out of the way because they lost this series. Honestly, I feel like Miami was running on fumes this series. It's It was kind of unfortunate. Their defense was always solid throughout the series but their offense felt super inconsistent and very reliant on jimmy butler obviously jimmy butler he played pretty well this series but i think i think he's playing a little how do i explain this i I think he i think people are praising him based on his reputation rather than how he actually played because let's see he had 26 points on 48 percent shooting throughout the series that's pretty good but and he had Games where he scored 47, 35 and 41. You know, really really great games from him and obviously the most like the boatload of their offense. But he also had games where he scored 8 points, 6 points and 13 points. You know, and that's just but but that's but, just but, a no
1: no. But 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 he was injured.
0: That is true. He was injured. He did and, he miss and, and, a game?
1: No, no, no. He didn't miss a game. That's the thing. Or no, he didn't miss one. He missed one. I'm sorry. He missed one. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure he missed one. Actually, and that's, that's the game they won because Autobio dropped like 40. He dropped
0: 30. Yeah, no, yeah, it was 40. But I don't so, think he missed a game actually.
1: He oh no 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 he didn't miss. Adebayo dropped 40, but he went out in the first half. That's yeah what he was. yeah it was that's right. Him. He played yeah. he played. So, okay, so, okay, so then I should yeah. be a little so more he, fair to him. So he didn't miss a game, which is even crazier because he was clearly injured. Those games where he scored so few points, I'm pretty sure it came after his injury, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe one of them didn't.
0: Yeah. So, but he scored. He dropped eight, and then he got hurt. But then he dropped six. That was after the injury. And then he dropped thirteen. That was after the injury. And then and he then had a 47 35. point. So oh, that was a 47 course. point. Then 35 points game. Okay.
1: Seven. See. See. So. Okay. So those three games where he didn't score a lot, it was the game he got injured, and then the two games after his injury. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, I just... If you watched him play, he didn't look 100%, really. the I'd say the 13-point the game, he looked, you know, healthier, but n- nobody was shooting well that game. Yeah. Yeah, I um, guess we
0: could give him that. Honestly, he's been playing so well the past few games, I forgot he got injured.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, and, 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 and the other thing about Jimmy Butler is, like, it, it, it's crazy to me. Yeah. Literally, if... if Jimmy Butler wasn't scoring 30 points that he didn't have a chance.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that, that was that was part. my problem with them is their offensive struggles. They pretty yeah. much need Jimmy to do a lot of this. They had one game, that was when Bam dropped 40 that they won because of his teammates, you know. But besides that, all I think all the games they won, he had to score 30 plus.
1: Mm-hmm. And and honestly, Autobio did not play an amazing series in my opinion. I think no. he was super passive. It's, it's pretty much always been the that same issues with him. That was actually thing I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> been the same ins- issues with him. He's a borderline all-star. Like, top five center in the league behind the three that made the All-NBA team and then maybe hmm. throw one other in there. I can't think of who, but... Yeah. He, he's a top five center, okay? Borderline all-star. You can't play passive like that. Like, it's bad. And especially when he's the second you know, option on the team, um, maybe third if you count Hero, but... Yeah, Hero comes off the bench, so it's kind
2: of hard to... Exactly, yeah, on the second and,
1: and, and the only thing I'll say is, like, Autobio had a good 40-point game, and then he played pretty well the last game. I think he put up, like, 25 um, in that last game where Jimmy scored 35, but the, the big difference between them and the the Celtics, is the Celtics consistently had multiple 20-point scores. Mm -hmm. Nobody averaged over 20 points in the series for the Heat except for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I'm not even sure anyone averaged over 15. Maybe out of bio did, but I don't think anyone else.
0: Yeah, you're right. I I don't know about the 15 one, but yeah, it was basically just a Jimmy show, and the fact that he took this to seven, very remarkable. It, It honestly reminds me of the last series with the Bucks and Celtics. Like, it was the Giannis show, and he would just have to hope other guys showed up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it, it was definitely a unfortunate, and, you know, great job from him. I was going to say about Bam, like, you also have to consider, there was there's no, like, true center on Boston. So, he really should have went to work, you know, mm-hmm.
1: because he's but bigger than all those other guys. That's considering, or that's assuming Bam is a, you know, a true center, which yeah. I, He's 6'9", and I don't know. He's big and strong. I think that's what he has going for him, but like, he's a small center.
0: Yeah, I guess that's fair. I think he, he's he... the
1: same height as Draymond.
0: Yeah, 6'9", that sounds about right. But, yeah, I don't know. I think he oh could have played... a big wingspan. Yeah, I, I think that he could have played more aggressive as well. I also wanted to mention Kyle Lowry. I really wanted more from him.
1: Draymond's 6'6". Six, six. He... <laughs> He was... Wait, Draymond's six 6'6"? No way. That means Clay six, Thompson's six, taller yeah. than him. Clay Thompson's taller than him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's not I, crazy. I, was gonna say, I, feel, I feel like that's right. I definitely didn't think he was 6'9". Yeah, because there's
0: no way Draymond's taller than LeBron.
2: Yeah, no. Or the
0: same height as AD.
2: You know? No. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know.
0: But, anyway, I wanted to move on. I wanted to talk a little about Kyle Lowry. He didn't have a great series either. Mm-hmm. I mean here's the thing though i i think a lot of people expect him to be like amazing on offense but he's just not like this is who he is you know what i mean this is not this is not a guy you expect to be amazing sometimes he gets hot from three but that's pretty much it i think a lot of people are just mad at Lowry because he was flopping a ton which you know him and loud him and smart having like the flop off was pretty fun to watch uh <laughs> That was funny. But, but yeah, overall, like, yeah, Kyle Lowry didn't play amazing, like, offensively and stuff. But I don't know what people really expected either out of him because, I don't know. Um, I also think one of their big issues was a lack of shot creators besides Jimmy. Yes, they had Tyler Hero, but he was hurt for most of the series. And it's hard to get into a rhythm. And I also think that Hero, even yesterday in Game 7, was very unplayable simply because of his defense yeah you know his defense was not he i mean i don't like using this word but he's a traffic cone on defense you know this is what it is um so yeah i i think the the heat got good production out of like gabe vincent and and max Struess and those guys um i'm not saying they were amazing but for guys that like aren't really stars or anything like that i think they played totally fine so I, I don't know it just it just wasn't enough I guess I think the real the real like uh, I guess catastrophe that happened with Miami was just Jimmy getting injured because then they dropped back to back games and they were in a hole and you know just what it is
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, so I want to ask you guys a question actually so what do you guys think about Jimmy Butler's last shot yesterday in Game Seven?
2: I don't think it was a necessarily like. Bad shot for him to take. I know that's not his game, but he had a open. He had like a pretty open look for three, and he's a. He's not. Like he's a guy who can't make an open three, so he took it. And I think he just didn't want to go to overtime because I think in overtime, I didn't don't like their. I don't think they liked their chances. in yeah. overtime. So I think he wanted to just get the lead and then just play one possession of good defense. That's what they wanted to do. But if they had to go to overtime, then it was. I feel like. Celtics were gonna take that if they went to overtime, so I think he just wanted to end it there. Yeah, and I mean it wasn't a bad look. I know he's not a three point shooter, but he can shoot three, so mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad. You know, I, I think he, his shot, just shooting it was bad. Just the way he shot it was just weird. It was kind of unnatural the way he because he had of, to stop. He had to like yeah. stop, but his momentum was still going this way. So he, and it was just a weird shot. If he like dribbled and like pulled into it like a nicer. It would have been better looking shot, but uh, I, I don't dislike it.
0: You know, I, I actually, if you asked me yesterday, I would have disagreed with you. But I let it sit, you know, and I, I thought about it, and you're right. I agree with you. I thought it was a fine shot attempt. Like, yeah, like, it's not his game. He's not, he's like a 24% three-point shooter or whatever, like nothing great. But it's not like he's driving down the court and he's thinking like, oh no, I'm only a 24% three-point shooter. I can't yeah. take this, like, come on now.
2: especially Um, the way Al Horford was sagging off on it. He was waiting for him to go to the rim. Exactly. And honestly, if he goes to the rim against Al Horford, you know, you never know. I mean he's a Al Horford's a pretty good shot blocker. He'd probably have to settle for a mid range. Yeah, and he was anticipating the drive. So And you you kinda
0: had the Celtics on the ropes there. They weren't even all back yet. Yeah. So it's like at least try to take advantage while you can, maybe hope you get the rebound. But I agree. Also consider, I don't think Jimmy sat at all yesterday. No, he played every single he minute. He played every minute, so he was probably tired, and, and I think you're right. I don't think they would have made it through over time.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, my thoughts on this shot, I think he's the star of the team. That's a shot you live with, because yeah. literally any other team, you're letting your star take that shot.
2: Yeah.
1: I so, agree. I mean, it, it, some of them go in, some of them don't. At the end of the day, like, it didn't, so you live with it. And I also will say, although there was more time on the clock, that was probably the best look they were getting.
0: Because the Celtics would have come back, and yeah, they would have. And had they're to gonna, take something yeah, hard.
1: they're they're not gonna let Jimmy get the ball. Yeah. And if they do, yeah. it's instant double team. Like they were all game. Because dude, he was on fire. Like yeah. I think he just hit like two shots before that, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Oh, well, Strusu hit the previous three. But
1: well, um, yeah, yeah, to
0: bring that... it close. But yeah, it was it was definitely close. Yeah, and Jimmy had 35 at that point. He was he was shooting efficiently, and you also have to think what well, if you're Boston, you can't just give them a three. You also have to take a two pointer away mm-hmm. because they were only up two. So it it would have been harder for. Um, Miami to get a clean look for sure. So I th- I think at the end of the day it's just what you live with, you know. If you're pointing at why Miami lost, you you don't point that at that is Jake not at, why. You, know. That's you, not you why. point you point at the review process of getting rid of Max Struce's three point shot. How about that? Did you guys see that? <laughs>
1: yeah, I I showed I sent you guys that uh that post. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Listen, I I thought the call wasn't crazy. I just thought it was dumb how they waited so long to take it away. You know what I mean? yeah um I, I think it's just not really right for the game because then you know teams play differently yeah teams play differently you know at the end of the day so and and usually refs don't go back and take points away you know what I mean like it was it was just overall really awkward and I thought it was like it just was not the right thing to do in my opinion. I'm not saying Miami would have won because of that because what if I saw people saying like, well, when Miami was down two, they would have been up one with that three. But I'm like, yeah, but the teams wouldn't have played the same, like,
1: yeah. without that. So,
0: like, it's a butterfly. It, it's
1: a, it's a totally different uh, like coaching scheme and like, yeah, exactly. Different intensity. Like, I don't know. It's way different. Different so, shot selection.
0: I'm not gonna say they would have won, but it was just unfortunate that it happened. So, um,
1: real quick, I looked. I was while you guys were talking. I was just looking up and everything. But yeah, no player on the Heat averaged more than 15 points except for um Jimmy Butler that is crazy actually. Yeah. for the, the entire fact series. that the series
0: went to 7 is very impressive to me
1: and and I also don't know if any player on the he averaged more than 15 for the entire playoffs if I'm not mistaken I, I don't know about that one for sure but like Autobio, sounds about right to me Autobio only averaged 14.8 for the series or for the entire playoffs
0: yeah yeah and, and the other and guy he, who would is probably Hero and there's no way he did. Like, Yeah, that,
1: or the imagine. only other person maybe would be like Max Struess. But I, I, I don't think he averaged 50. Yeah,
0: I do think. doubt it, yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely unfortunate. But it's a testament overall, I think, to how deep Miami is. And basically, they, they got to the Eastern Conference Finals and they got to Game 7 because, yeah, while they didn't have like a clear-cut second score, they had a lot of guys who would... Score six or seven points, Mm -hmm. you know, nine to ten points, whatever and and let them get there But I think if they had like one guy who averaged more than 15 and I think it should have been BAM Then they they would have definitely been in the finals now. So yeah, definitely unfortunate. Uh, Do you guys have anything else about Miami? Let's move on to Boston. All right Let's let's talk about Boston. All right. I they they played. Yeah, my favorite team in the world uh, obviously they played pretty well i think they still have some weaknesses they need to worry about against the warriors but we'll talk about that in a little bit i thought their biggest thing was not like their defense played amazing don't get me wrong but i thought their three-point shooting was very consistent throughout the series and they always had different guys stepping up making threes so they smart, shot 35 percent during the series Derek from Williams. three but yeah i wanted to mention you know Derek white uh, marcus smart uh obviously so yeah it was just definitely they had a lot of, of things going for them and when their threes weren't falling they had tatum and brown to take care of the score you know what i mean so they they definitely have like a lot of options in terms of how they approach on offense um and they're, they're kind of thing? yeah
1: go ahead so one thing i love is kind of like what you said at the beginning of the season you would never see Brown or Tatum passing the ball. Ever. Yeah. And they would each put up like 30 points but lose. Um, the last game I thought was, you know, perfect. And it was like this throughout all the playoffs for the most part. Tatum had 26. Brown had 24. Marcus Smart had 24. That is 74 points between the big three. And... You can't ask for that. That's solid. Like that's yeah. exactly what you want. And on top of it, they they're the number one defense in the NBA. If your big three is putting up seventy five, and then you have great role players as well, because believe it or not, like Miami Heat's pretty deep as well. Um, or not Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. So yeah, if you if your big three is putting up seventy five, and then you have a deep bench rotation, and you're the best defense in the NBA, like. This is a hard team to beat. Um, well,
0: I think I saw a stat. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but it was like Tatum, Brown, and Smart are the first trio to average. I forgot what it was, but they averaged something in the in the conference finals. So it was definitely like pretty huge. I would say Smart was the X factor in this series, even though yeah. he missed two games. Like he he played pretty amazingly, um, overall. Um, so. Yeah, it was pretty good. I also got to give some credit to Udoka. I mean, obviously, he's been doing this the whole season. But the big difference between like Brad Stevens Celtics and this Celtics team is they're a lot more unselfish. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a huge problem with with those old Celtics teams, with I mean, I say old, but you know, like last year, is like Marcus Smart would take a ton of shots, like way more than he needed to take. Um, you know, Tatum and Brown would do the majority of, of shooting and things like that. I think Udoka definitely got them to, you know, share the ball a little more. And I think that that's been pretty big for them, obviously, throughout the season. Um, just to go through some numbers real quick, Tatum had averaged 25 on 46% shooting and 35% from three. Pretty good. Jalen Brown averaged 24 on 49% shooting and 40% from three. And I thought it was interesting that Jalen Brown had more attempts than Tatum did, um, which, you know, I mean, it surprises me because you you know Tatum's the number mm-hmm. one guy there. You know, I also think Tatum had a pretty awful game one of the games. Right, I could Tatum, be wrong about yeah, that. I think, but he had he had a he had a game where he was just shooting terribly, and I I think that's the one big thing about Tatum is every once in a while he has a game where he just plays bad. Um, yeah, he it was game game three. game three shot three for fourteen. Um i don't know what it is but he had one against the bucks as well where he just he just shot super bad but you know that game was still close they only lost by six you know so this just kind of shows hey this boston team is pretty good they're the real deal all that stuff uh finally i want to talk about their role players stepping up we already talked about Derek white but can't forget al horford Mm -hmm. grant williams had some key plays Um, guys like that they Robert Williams obviously he played, you know, pretty solidly as well. So, yeah, Boston just kind of has this war chest of players that can throw at you and be and like play their role really well. And I think they're they're pretty versatile. Like they can't really play too big, but do they really need to when they have like just a ton of big guys overall that play all play good defense like you don't and you don't really need to go big against Golden State. Yeah, like it'd be say, nice, yeah. but this is kind of like a perfect matchup for them, because you know they have a lot of guys that can move really well on defense, and that's what you really need against Golden State. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit, but yeah, overall Boston they played really well throughout the series. Um, honestly, I'm surprised it even went to seven. Like I picked Miami in seven, but after seeing Boston blow Miami out like those two games, and they went up three two i don't think the series should have gone to seven i think boston should have taken care of business at home but you know jimmy butler had other ideas i I think one of the weaknesses of the celtics actually is i don't know how to explain it but i don't know if they're too great at putting teams away if they let teams hang around as we saw yesterday in game seven like they'll make it close you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so i think that's one of the big things and i think if you make those mistakes against golden state it's not going to end well um so yeah, we'll see what happens, but do you guys have anything else about Boston that I didn't mention, or, you know, um,
1: I think they're you gonna you be touched, hard to beat, yeah. yeah,
2: you touched on a lot of the stuff, uh, but yeah, they're just, I feel like they, they have the best, I mean, I don't want to really talk about the final series that much, but, uh, they did, They have, like, such a good defense, and they have such good, I, they, I like how they figured it out, and, it's just kind of funny to see from the beginning of the season at like, I think at the All Star break they were like sub 500, weren't they?
0: They they weren't great. Yeah, yeah they, they weren't, weren't
2: great. great, and they had the dispute where Marcus Smart like called out everybody, and honestly like that did them so much good, and because it was about like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown taking too many shots, It's about them needing to pass the ball more, and when they did that, when they bought into that, they were able to see how much it worked, and then. That's why they're able to win now.
0: Yeah, they made some moves at the trade deadline too. Yeah. They got rid of, they got rid of Dennis Schroeder and Enos Freedom, Enes Kanter, mm-hmm. and you know they they weren't really like super great for them either. So, um, kind, it's just kind of like you know kind of moving on, I guess. Um, so yeah, good. For, actually, I'm not good for the Celtics uh, making, making the finals. They definitely deserved oh. it. Listen, I mean, I'll, uh, okay. out I'll be honest. Now. They deserved it. They deserved it. They deserved it. But nice. I hope they Wait, lose.
1: I respect you for Real it. Real quick. So, I know you already said it, but definitely X-Factor Marcus Smart. He balled out on offense and defense. He's going to be super important in the finals matchup. Other thing I want to say, I hate Jason Tatum <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Honestly, I gotta ask. I got. Why do you hate Tatum? Because yeah, I don't even hate Tatum. And I hate Boston. I I don't like Tatum at all. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, I think. No, no, no. Yeah, no, this no, is no. this is just like is very, well, 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 okay. oh, Alex Luca. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, Alex vibes here. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing. I don't like. I don't like the whole Kobe thing.
0: Okay, I I'll agree with that. Did Did you guys see the text
2: message thing?
1: Yeah. I don't think that that's was,
2: annoying, bro. That's just him paying homage to his favorite player.
0: Okay, what are we talking about here? Because I thought the armband thing was whatever. Like, I didn't care about that. But did you see the text message thing? Yeah. I thought that was a little corny. Because you're not going to do that to not post it on social media. Like, he obviously just did it to post it to social media. You know what I mean? I, I thought it was a little bit weird, is, is what I'll say. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Well, you could say I, it's
2: corny, but I don't think the whole thing that he has with Kobe is weird. I think... So that's, like, his favorite player. That's, like, yeah, someone he, like, idolized as a kid. The reason he's probably in the NBA right now. Yeah, I think, he yeah. like, everything he has, he partly owes to Kobe. How do you know? I know.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, it, it makes sense, though. I mean, he, he was a big Kobe guy even before Kobe passed away. Yeah. So, I, I don't think it's, like, a fake thing or anything like that. I think yeah, he's, he's real about it. Um, but I, I, do, I do kind of agree with Noah. It's a little bit corny, but it's not really like a reason for me to hate him or to dislike him, you know, another
1: thing I don't like about him.
0: What is it? <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think of one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. It's just about him, dude. The, the it's worst like, thing about him know. is that he's, he's, he's a Celtic. That's it. Um, so yeah. All right. So let's move on. Before we go into our finals preview, we of course want to award our conference finals player, um, most valuable conference finals player. So we decided to go with, speak of the devil, Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just thought overall he was the best player for Boston on both ends of the floor. And, you know, obviously the other option was Steph. But I feel like, you know, Jason Tatum had to do a little bit more to win this series. I don't series. even
1: think the other option was Steph. Well, Noah, Noah wanted to, to throw no, Marcus I, Smart in there. but I think he, the other options, the top three, were Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart.
2: I agree. Really? Well, except for Marcus Smart. <laughs> I think it goes Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, then Steph.
0: I think it's fair. I, I I don't think that's unreasonable. I think Tatum and Brown are up there in the yeah. top – at least the top three um, with Steph in, in one of those spots. But, yeah, I just figured T- Jason Tatum was the best player – um, of the conference finals, he he had one bad game, but overall he shot very efficiently. He played good defense. And question, yeah, what's up? Who's gonna be the best player in the finals? It's it's gonna be Kevon Looney, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: best, that's a loaded question, I think. Because are it's talking not a talking about loaded the, question? Best, the best individual player, the best player who's just gonna is the best player the player who wins? Yeah, because it's kind like of it tough just, to say, you know, because...
1: Yeah. Who's the like best player so in fix- the series? For example, Luca was the best player in the series. First, the Warriors. But he I, lost. I think, I think it'll be Steph. Maybe Steph. I do. Honestly? Over like, who, who, who do you rank higher right now? I, I think I'm going to say Steph.
2: I honestly... I kind of got to pick JT. Interesting. Interesting. I but I because, see, wait, wait, let me let me explain though. Let me explain why. Because I feel like the Warriors, it's hard for Steph to just be that standout guy if they're playing like very cohesively and they rely on a lot of ball movement and running around and stuff. Yeah. So it's hard for to like have Steph. And not to say that the Celtics just play hero ball all the time, but like, Jason Tatum can like take over a game and drop like forty points and he's done that already yeah i don't know if steph's dropped like as many times like a big just had like those big big games like that you know this play-off. in the playoffs yeah well so, he that's hasn't not, really and that's needed to yeah exactly and, and that, my point is that's not a knock on steph that's just how they play that's not like a bad thing for steph but if you're just gonna ask me who's gonna be the best player in the series i'm gonna pick jt
0: yeah steph's scoring high is 34 and it was game two against denver so it was a while ago mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even like game five against Dallas, he only scored 15, but that yeah. game was over, you know, so I, I could see that for sure. But I think just in a vacuum, you're talking about best player. It's, it's definitely Steph for me. He just does so many things. That's integral to the team. Even when he's not scoring, he's assisting, he's, you know, putting pressure on the defense, you know, things like that. So I, I think it's Steph. Um, but I do think it would be hilarious if the Warriors won and someone else won finals MVP. be. I I would die. I would die honestly. Like imagine if Jordan Poole won it or something.
1: I'm not gonna watch this these NBA finals because I don't want either team to win. (laughs) But I really don't know who I'm going for because I hate. Well, okay. I think I'm gonna go Celtics. I'm pretty much everybody I know is going for the Celtics, so I don't really I get it. It's, it's it's just because I, I like Jalen Brown a lot, and I don't like a single player on the Warriors. Wait, you don't like Draymond? No. <laughs> Is that a joke? J- Draymond might be my favorite player on the Warriors. Oh, my gosh. Wait, you, you know the history between Draymond and the, the Thunder, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I know. Like, don't give me that, uh, I'm not I a Thunder fan, so, so you know. It's yeah, like can't. how you guys are finally running for the Celtics because you guys don't understand the history.
2: Oh
1: light
0: no, light I light. I understand the history. We did say the history. We just don't <laughs> care about don't the history. We don't care about. That's not, that's <laughs> not No, our I, know, beef. I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I I don't have any beef with no, Draymond. Yeah. I know. know,
2: like I like, are you justified in rooting for Warriors? Like I, I expect nothing less. All
0: right, all right. So let, let's let's talk about this real quick. Let's talk about this final series. I feel like we already talked about these two teams a bunch of times. But what what are your predictions going to be,
2: dude? I've Sounds been thinking about six. this. I've been thinking about this ever since the Celtics won, and I keep changing my answer. But I'm honestly gonna probably go Celtics in seven. Go Warriors in six. All right, I think I
0: think the Warriors are just—they've just been clicking a lot better. I think Boston actually has some weaknesses that haven't really been exposed yet by you know by Miami and Milwaukee. You know, those series went to seven, and they just had a ton of games where they did come out on top, so kudos to them. But there was a ton of games where it's like they just didn't play well and they still won. Mm-hmm. I think the Warriors overall have just been playing a lot more consistently.
2: Granted, the teams they've played have not— I was going to say that, bro. The they haven't played as good the teams. easiest finals, road to the finals, like I've Yeah, well,
0: I'm not going to blame them. I blame them. I'm I'm blame other teams them. Them. I, I just,
1: wouldn't say them. easiest. Yeah. Let's it wasn't say, they, extraordinarily played, they had to play some difficult. good teams.
0: Mavs and Nuggets series, those series were pretty cakewalks. And their hardest opponent was Memphis.
1: But they didn't, Memphis didn't even have a jaw. Yeah. Like, for, for well, Mem- Memphis shot themselves in the foot. Memphis, yeah. Memphis, yeah. Memphis lost, lost the series. Themselves. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, here's my thing. I think... So, Michael, you're saying there's major flaws that haven't been discovered. I'm thinking mm. of one... What do you? What are the ones you're thinking of? I I just think that sometimes their offense can be pretty stagnant. That that's really all it is. It's not their
0: defense is going to be good, and and I don't if you're a Celtics fan like don't worry about their defense at all. They're going to be fine, but I think their offense can become stagnant. And when Tatum's having one of those really bad games, um, and I think especially when Boston you know they it's a close game or in their lead they have a nice lead. Um,
2: they, sometimes
0: they it's hard for them to pull it away. Yeah. You know. Because they'll they'll get really hot for one quarter, but then you know the next couple quarters they're not really they're not really super hot, and I think the Warriors are one of those teams that can chip away
1: at leads like that. Oh, that that's really my, my big 100%. weakness for them. You saw them do that again yesterday, against yeah, Dallas. No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but oh. I'm saying you saw the Warriors chip away at leads against yeah. Dallas, against Memphis. Never really against the Nuggets, but yeah. Um. So yeah yeah, I, I agree with that. The one thing I will say, matchup wise, Celtics just have every advantage mm-hmm. um, but I think one flaw if from what I I don't know, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I don't know how much I trust their perimeter defense. I was but actually I,
0: gonna say the same thing. Yeah so
1: and, and, and you're going up against a team that's elite perimeter offense so i uh, i don't know i kind of see that being a, a the biggest weakness or like the biggest hole that the warriors can uh take advantage of because dude like you get a switch grant williams onto steph curry steph curry's gonna cook him yeah or or you have like i don't know like it's super situational but i just think their perimeter defense on the Celtics is might have troubles keeping up with with the Warriors but uh other than that like matchup wise I don't know it's it's hard to say like they have s- such great defensive juggernaut juggernauts it's it's going to be tough
0: no I agree I was going to say as well if you look at how Boston stopped the previous three teams they just they were really good at packing the paint you know, that's what the Nets wanted to do with KD. I mean, not necessarily, it's not like KD is really a driver, but, you know, he gets mid-range. those mid range, boom, Boston's there. Giannis, I mean, Giannis played great, but he had some games that were really inefficient. Um, and, boom, they could just trap him in the paint. And then, finally, with Jimmy Butler as well, he had some great games, but, you know, Boston plays really good defense in the paint because they could just send guys in there. Um the Warriors well, are different. They don't really rely on that as much.
1: Also, think about how many three-point shots they let go. Yeah, like, like the 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 Bucks had a ton of opportunities at the three-point line. Yeah, the, the Heat ton of opportunities at the three-point line, and I'm not talking just like like good shots, like wide open shots. To be fair, though, to
0: Boston. Which I never thought I'd say that, but to be ba- to be fair, they probably are not as
2: scared as those. They probably were like, not let them have no, it, no. but like they're gonna live with it. Yeah.
1: Of, of course, I understand. I understand that, but also like, and and like part of the reason is because those teams weren't hitting their shots, right? Yeah. But but the Warriors are not gonna be one of those teams.
0: Yeah. So, so like, like if, if they get if everything if they, goes right, like, they're hitting
1: their shots. Yeah. Exactly. So like, they're gonna have to make defensive. Adjustments because, you know, like the Warriors, the Warriors aren't going to be the 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 Heat or the Bucks where you know they're going one for forty on three point shots or something crazy. You know, like like they're gonna they're gonna hit. And so I don't know. Anyways, I'm done talking about that.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's that's totally fair. One last thing I wanted to talk about the Warriors is they're really gonna need Otto Porter Jr. and Gary Payton back. Because these guys are are hugely important for their defense. I think I think Otto Porter Jr. especially. Um, we already Gary saw Payton's that. Done for the season. They said he might come back actually for the final Really? Yeah. He's he's that. the more questionable of the two. I think Otto Porter Jr. probably will be back. Um, but yeah, they're really important, especially just because you know Gary Payton's good and he'll do good against guys like Pritchard and and Derek White and those guys. But you need Otto Porter Jr. as a body on Tatum or Brown. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's definitely going to be pretty big for them. They're, they're key defenders. Um, and I don't want to say that like the Warriors can't win without them but it's going to be a lot harder without them. So, yeah.
1: Alright, do you guys have anything else to say about these finals? I have one last thing but I'll let Dalen yeah. go if he has anything.
2: I think we touched on about everything, like talk about the matchup, talk about the p- players that, that need to play well, talk about who needs, who's going to come back and stuff. So I think we hit everything we need to. Noah. I- or at least I Noah has one.
1: Yeah, I have one last thing. The reason I say Celtics in six is because they're playing for someone other than themselves. They, they're they playing for a championship for someone besides themselves. And you'll never guess who it is.
2: Someone besides themselves. I don't know. Very cryptic. Huh? <laughs> Someone besides themselves. Kobe? <laughs> I was going to say Kobe, but
1: that doesn't it's feel right. That's just Tatum, it's not, it's not Kobe. It's not Kobe. You know who it is? It's Iso Joe Johnson.
0: Oh. oh okay, okay. <laughs> nah, dude. They're, and, playing, they're playing for Dennis Schroeder and Enos Freedom, bro. They're getting rings. Yeah.
1: No, actually, me. they will. No, but did you know this is the first time Joe Johnson's ever been on a team that's made the NBA Finals?
0: Really? That's yeah. That yeah. Makes
1: sense. And keep in mind, he was on some of those Atlanta Hawks teams that won like fifty or sixty games. Actually, I don't think they ever won sixty, but they won fifty games. They were number one seed for like a couple years. Yeah. But never made the finals. I don't even think he made the Eastern Conference Finals with those teams. Well, I think a beat them, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, he did. He did. Um. Anyways, yeah. So I that's another reason I, I want the Celtics to win because I want ISO Joe to get his ring. <laughs> all right, so that, that about wraps
0: it up for episode fifty. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Alex should be back last week. He's you know he's a newlywed, so you know give him some time to to get back into things and and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, sorry about the sporadic uploads, but we're still we're still here recording. We're still uploading these podcasts, so. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a good time. Enjoy the finals and uh, please pray for me if Boston wins. I am going to need it. Let's go Dub Nation. <laughs> All right, I'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Take it easy, y'all. Peace out.